0: Greetings, dear learners. I am Faculty of Social Science at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur, Rajasthan. Today in this podcast, I will be explaining the topic, globalization and the Indian economy of chapter 4 of grade 10th, economics based on NCERT. In this podcast, I will be explaining production across countries. Let's begin with the topic. As consumers in today's world, some of us have a wide choice of goods and services before us. The latest models of digital cameras, mobile phones and televisions made by the leading manufacturers of the world are within our reach. Every season, new models of automobiles can be seen and on Indian roads. Gone are the days when Ambassador and Fiat were the only cars on Indian roads. Today, Indians are buying cars produced by nearly all the top companies in the world. A similar explosion of brands can be seen for many other goods, from shirts to television to processed fruit juices Such a wide-ranging choice of goods in our markets is a relatively recent phenomenon. You wouldn't have found such a wide variety of goods in Indian market even two decades back. In a matter of years, our market have been transformed. Until the middle of the 20th century, Production was largely organized within countries. What crossed the boundaries of these countries were raw materials, foodstuff and finished products. Colonies such as India exported raw materials and foodstuff and imported finished goods. Trade was the main channel connecting distant countries. This was before large companies called multinational corporations, MNCs, emerged on the scene. A MNC is a company that owns or controls production in more than one nation. MNCs set up offices and factories for production in regions where they can get cheap labor and other resources. This is done so that the cost of production is low and the MNCs can earn greater profits. Consider the following example. A large MNC producing industrial equipment designs its products in research centers in the United States and then has the components manufactured in China. These are then shipped to Mexico and Eastern Europe, where the products are assembled and the finished products are sold all over the world. Meanwhile, the company's customer care is carried out through call centers located in India. In this example, the MNC is not only selling its finished products globally but more important the goods and services are produced globally. As a result, production is organized in increasingly complex ways. The production process is divided into small parts and spread out across the globe. In the above example, China provides the advantage of being a cheap manufacturing location. Mexico and Eastern Europe are useful for their closeness to the markets in the US and Europe. India has highly skilled engineers who can understand the technical aspects of production. It also has educated English speaking youth who can provide customer care services, and all this probably can mean 50 to 60% cost savings for the MNC. The advantage of spreading out production across the borders to the multinationals can be truly immense. In general, MNCs set up production where it is close to the markets where there is skilled and unskilled labor available at low cost and where the availability of other factors of production is assured. In addition, MNCs might look for government policies that look after their interest. Having assured themselves of these conditions, MNCs set up factories and offices for production. The money that is spent to buy assets such as land, building, machines and other equipment is called investment. Investment made by MNCs is called foreign investment. Any investment is made with the hope that these assets will earn profits. At time, MNCs set up production jointly with some of the local companies of these countries. The benefit to the local company of such joint production is twofold. First, MNCs can provide money for additional investments like buying new machines for faster production. Second, MNCs might bring with them the latest technology for production but the most common route for mnc investments is to buy up local companies and then to expand production in fact many of the top mncs have wealth exceeding the entire budgets of the developing country governments with such enormous wealth imagine the power and influence of these MNCs there's another way in which MNC control production large MNC in developed countries place orders for production with small producers garments footwear sports items are example of industries where Production is carried out by a large number of small producers around the world. The products are supplied to the MNCs which then sell these under their own brand names to the customers. These large MNCs have tremendous power to determine price, quality, delivery and labor conditions for these distant producers. Thus, we see that there are a variety of ways in which the MNCs are spreading their production and interacting with local producers in various countries across the globe by setting up partnerships with local companies by using the local companies for supplies by closely competing with the local companies or buying them up. MNCs are exerting a strong influence on production at these distant locations. As a result, production in these wildly dispersed locations is getting interlinked. Dear learners, this is all about today's topic. I hope you have understood the topic properly. Listen to the audio properly and learn the topic thoroughly. Bless you Asanians. Thank you for listening.